Wait a minute, I hear something. Everybody, you know what time it is. It's Doctor Movie Time. Welcome back to the show. Uh, got a got a crazy one for you here. Um, and I've got a little bit of a story that goes with it too. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and I've never really watched this one. I've kind of skimmed through it before, scanned through it, not skimmed through it, kind of scanned through this movie before because the copy I had was. Incredibly low budget. Um, we are talking about a Spanish film called The Werewolf versus the Vampire Women. It's a battle of the ages, folks. Um, <laughs> and uh, the story behind this one is um, I used to work with a guy. Of course, obviously, people know that I like horror movies and, you know, this guy, I don't know, went to a dollar store or something like that and found this movie and brought me a copy of it. And, you know, lo and behold, I couldn't help but cackle because I'd never heard of it before, but Werewolf versus the Vampire Women. I was like, okay, this falls in line with, you know, Frankenstein versus the Wolfman, all those kind of things, right? And, um, uh, while watching it this time, you know, and doing just a little research, not a whole bunch, um, you know, this is this is pretty cool actually. Uh, it, it feels like a Hammer film, right? So this thing came out in '71, and it's like the the Spanish version of a Hammer film. That's really what it feels like. Um, very much so, and. Let's go ahead and talk about this. I, I did watch this on Tubi, and it's not the best copy. Uh, so I'll recommend if you want to check this one out, I would look it up on YouTube, find a better quality one. Matter of fact, I would probably even watch the Spanish language one with subtitles because it just seems like the impact of the things that happen are better than translating it all to English and, you know, making it weaker. But it says, while searching the countryside for the grave of supposed vampire Countess Wandisa Darvula, <laughs> whatever, uh, students Genevieve and Elvira <laughs> meet an anarchal uh, local named Daninsky. I don't remember ever being called Daninsky in the movie, uh, who offers help uh, for them to look. Not knowing that he's a werewolf, they accept his uh, his leads. He leads them to the tombs where they accidentally revive a sleeping vampire. She attacks, and Daninsky and Elvira cooperate in trying to stop falling in love in the process. Well, yeah, obviously, that's got to happen, right? So that's a yeah, that's a pretty good synopsis, I guess. We talk about our cast. We got Paul Nashi in this, right? So that's what this movie is known for. Because he is like the Spanish version of, from what I read, he's like uh, their their answer to Lon Chaney 
and even like Christopher Lee. So you're looking at this Spanish horror icon that plays all these different characters, uh, mostly known for the werewolf stuff, which I have to admit, not bad. He does look like your atypical werewolf from, you know, like the Wolfman. So he's not really, in my classification, a werewolf. He's a Wolfman. And, you know, super snarly teeth, you know, blood running down the face, that kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah, Paul Nashi plays Waldemir Daninsky, I guess is, was his name. We got uh, Barbara Kappel in this. Capel, I guess, maybe. Um, sorry, I'm trying to drive here. Uh, who plays Genevieve? Uh, Patty Shepard, who is uh, Countess Wonderpuss, or whatever the character's name is, the main vampire vampiress. Uh, then we got Gabby Fuchs playing Elvira. That's pretty much the main people you need to know about in this movie. So yeah, we get a uh, couple of ladies that are traveling the countryside. They're interested in the history of this vampirus, right? And they run into uh, what was his name? Wanapus? Uh, <laughs> I didn't forget his name. Waldemir. Yeah, it's Waldemir and, and Countess Wonder Wonder something. Too many, too many names that are too much the same here. Um, but they run into Waldemir and he's like, oh yeah, I, I know a bit about it. And really, actually the movie starts off where this guy's being brought into a hospital and he's dead and supposedly he's a werewolf. Now, my understanding is, and I may be wrong with this, that this is a follow-up, uh, a sequel to another werewolf movie where he actually gets shot and killed, supposedly. And in this movie, they they pull the Michael Myers on him, right? They take him to the hospital, and, you know, then he comes back alive. So, same thing here. The doctors are like, there's no way that I don't believe in all that mumbo-jumbo about vampires. So, they cut the bullets out, which is really easy to do for these guys. Uh, these bullets must not have gone very far, because... It's, it's just like, almost like you just take a regular pair of tweezers and just pull them out. But, um, but yeah, obviously he comes back and, uh, guess what? He's a werewolf. <laughs> and, uh, but he's trying to live this so-called normal life too. And, uh, these ladies are looking for a place to stay. He tells them that they're welcome to stay there. Only to find out that, I mean, one of them, you know, Elvira is a little creeped out by it. But at the same time, uh, Waldemir is, is uh, his heart's on fire for Elvira. My heart's on fire for Elvira. So there you go. That's that's where the song came from. It's, it's about Waldemir here. <laughs> Not really. Hope you don't believe that. Um... Yeah, he's he's kind of falling for her. She's kind of feeling something for him, and then uh, Genevieve is like, I don't know, she's she's the hot one, and she's like, Nah, I don't trust the guy. Actually, no, she she she's not worried about him at all. It's uh, uh, 
Elvira that's a little freaked out about the whole situation because you're standing in this weird place you're not used to. And uh, while they're sleeping, Elvira gets woke up by this strange lady that's standing in front of her who is just whacked out, right? Well, it ends up being Waldemere's sister who should be locked up, but she's not. He's going to try to take care of her. But, you know, under the circumstances, you'd understand why she's a little wacko because her brother's a werewolf. Hey, that should be a name for a movie. The Howling 2, Your Brother's a Werewolf. And, um... So... You know, later on you find out that she's there because when he has his fits, when there's a full moon, she locks him up downstairs, puts him in shackles, and, you know, tries to take care of him. But, you know, he's able to break free and, and you know, go wreck havoc. So, the Elvira one night goes downstairs and sees these shackles and sees the blood on the wall, and she's like, oh no, they capture people and bring them down here and torture them and so she's all freaked out about that too which who wouldn't be right and as this goes on there's a double MacGuffin here right because you got the girls that are wanting to find the tomb of this vampirus uh, vam- vampire queen whatever you want to call it and um, at the same time Waldemere is wanting to find her grave because there's a silver cross in there that's a dagger that is supposed to be his demise, right? So he he's playing the, the tortured character very well. And he knows his time is limited, but this is the thing that's going to do it and, and keep him dead, right? And also, as things go along, well, what happens is they go out and they find the tomb. It's actually Waldemere and his sister. And his sister gets cut when they open the grave. And blood drips into the skeleton's mouth of the vampirus. And guess what? It brings her back. Just like a hammer flick, right? And uh, she comes back and she, she finds uh, Genevieve. Bites her. She becomes a vampire. And she's trying to get to Elvira. Elvira keeps having these nightmares of them coming in and biting her neck and turning her into one, but it never really happens. It's just dreams. And then you get, uh, you know, Waldemere is trying to get Elvira to leave and go away while he takes care of this problem. And she gets picked up by this hitchhiker, and he starts making the moves on her. She finally gets away from him. Actually, they get stopped on the side of the road by these vampires these lady vampires, vampire women that show up, and she whips out the cross. She's got the cross with her, and it runs them off, which the other thing, too, is all these vampires are in slow motion, right? Which I read was possibly an influence to a set of Spanish movies that I absolutely love, which is the the Blind Dead movies. And uh, so supposedly this was an influence that Paul Nash even recommended they do it this way just because it gives it a a feel right and an aura about the the vampires and it does it works it works really good obviously you see it and you know what they're doing but it works and uh and there's even a scene where this skeletal shrouded uh figure 
attack somebody too, which again ties right back into the blind dead thing. So who knows? It's speculated that that's where this whole idea came from for the blind dead. Don't really know for sure, but somebody wrote it, so there you go. Um, but yeah, you get uh, a situation where uh, Waldemir's sister gets killed. And he has to bury her. I mean, she got she's she's obviously going to turn into a vampire. So he takes her out graveside, puts a stake through her heart, chops her head off. Which I have to admit, I mean, even though you know it's a dummy, you you see actual contact of this axe cutting the head off, and I was really impressed that for this time period you actually see this. So one up for the Spaniards on that because that's pretty awesome. And. You know, he buries his sister and says now she'll rest. But then he's gearing up for the big showdown. And uh, obviously he has to take care of uh, Genevieve because she's a vampire, takes care of that. And then you get where this inspector shows up that's uh, trying to find the girls. And... She's kind of his way, or Elvira's way out, or he is her way out. So, uh, is like, look, this inspector's here, you need to go with him, and that way you'll be safe, and, and I'll take care of what I need to take care of. Well, they get kidnapped by the vampires, right? And she's got them shackled to a wall in her lair, wherever she's hiding out. The Knight's Tomb, I think is what they call it. There you go, tying back into the Blind Dead thing. And uh, then, then uh, guess what? Uh, Waldemir shows up, and he's ready to, to throw down. And this is where we get the big fight scene, which is all of, I don't know, 30 seconds long. So, being that it's called Werewolf versus the Vampire Women, there's not a lot of that that really happens. <laughs> um, but, you know, it happens just very very briefly I mean it's not much of a fight I'm like wow they they, they brought her back from the dead for her to die really easy with from from a werewolf which you know he's he's got a problem too because he's running around and he's biting people and stuff now some of these people deserve it right because that that hitchhiker guy comes back and tries to kidnap her one night and uh, you know Waldemir turns into a werewolf and takes care of business so there's plenty of things that happen in this movie that kind of makes it move pretty well but as far as the big fight, the big showdown in Tokyo, it, it, it's it's not much. But it's there. It's there. So, um, what do I think about this one? Uh, you know, it's okay. I give it a, I don't know, maybe a three out of five. You know, I don't know that I'll really revisit it. The, the copy on 2B is really hard to, to see. It's an old, grainy, you know, 4x3 format. It's uh, so dark. You can't really see a lot of stuff that happens in the darker scenes. So, like I said, if you go to YouTube and look up, you know, you can find the trailer for this that's been in, been done in HD. And there is versions of this movie on there that's in Spanish that look a whole lot better. So, I recommend watching it that way. But, uh, you know, if you just want to check it out, it is on Tubi for free. It's on YouTube for free too, but uh, I don't know. I, I it really gives me the 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 hammer vibe, right? And that can't be a bad thing, right? And 
I have grown to appreciate Paul Nashy here. I mean, I know they've got a box set, or I don't know if it's a box set, but they've got a collection of a lot of his movies that uh, I think it's Shout, Shout Factory, I think, put it out. So it's kind of got me intrigued to wanting to check the rest of these out. I mean, obviously I like the, the Spanish stuff, the, 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 the Blind Dead stuff. I love and watching this one for real and noticing that if you can get a good copy of this, it's a pretty decent flick. So, yeah, I think I want to check the rest of them out. And you should, too. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later.